0: At least steal yourself, write the review, then go to hiding. And hopefully don't open Twitter for two days is what uh, I've gotten trolled a lot. I've gotten phone calls from mm-hmm. people. Uh, so if yeah. somebody says tomorrow, if you think acting is so easy, why don't you act? I say, There, I've acted. I memorized three pages of dialogue and I've delivered it. Now come back to me and say <laughs> it's so funny because now of late I've discovered there's there's a secret cartoon-related culture. They don't know uh, all they know is the face on the poster. The heroes there, they'll go. The heroes not there, they won't go. Mishkin is, is such an odd kind of person that you don't know what he's going to do next. With victory, okay. I'm always assured of a certain like a uh, uh, you know thing. But with Mishkin, you'll never know what direction. Like a blind man driving a car. Where would I get that except in a Mishkin movie? So for you, just...
1: this is the second edition of our conversation with Mr. Baradwaj Rangan, National Award-winning critic a man who really needs no further introduction. Without much delay, let's get back to the conversation where we have B.R., as always in fine form, explaining the process behind all the wonderful work that he enthralls us with. Thank you. Any industry a person, especially an influential person, uh, when they pass a comment or an opinion about someone else's work, if they haven't done it themselves, the immediate response would be, why don't you show us how it's done? It's common in football because, you know, a failed football player becoming a great football manager is difficult. And you can take the example of Harsha Gogley, who hasn't played cricket, but he's still very good at doing his job. But you have dabbled at the process of creating movies as well. Uh, I recollect that you wrote for Kalki as well as a dialogue writer for Kadal to Kalyanam and so on. So where is that journey of yours and what do you think about, you know, when you switch the sides, you know, when you go behind, you know, to create this, how is it?
0: Uh, when Milan, who directed Aval later, when Milind Rao offered me Katha Tukalanam, we worked on the screenplay and Dialogues together. Uh, it was just, why not? It was just that, right? So personally, I was interested in knowing whether I could do it or not. And uh, we finally did it. The film didn't come out because of various reasons. Uh, because Mirchi movies that produced it, they closed shop and went away. So the film is kind of, it's. I think it's still there, but I don't know who has the rights or whatever it is. So... Uh, it's still there. Uh, uh, so, uh, so that interested me. And uh, with Kalki, it was a uh, it was an idea that Dilip had, uh, there, and uh, he came to me and I wrote wrote the thing. Uh, I love that process. Uh, it's just that it's a very exhausting process and uh, it's very intensive. Uh, so, you know, trying to do that with the digital job is is really out uh, of the question. You really cannot. Do both, but I really like that, and because it showed me how uh, you know various aspects of a film come together. Uh, because you can read all you want, but unless you see it practically, the you know you know what's happening, right? You kind of see it, see it happening. But that's it. Uh, you know, I I don't think it's necessary for anybody to uh, because I know film directors who can't review movies for shit. When I say review movies, they cannot analyze or something like that. You know, they cannot uh, uh, do that. I know, I know people like that. I know people who can talk very well about movies, but they can't write about them. Because talking about film is a different skill set than writing, putting those thoughts inside your head into writing. I know people who can write well about movies, but can't necessarily talk about them. So it, these are all movies is an umbrella. Uh, under these, different people do different things. And um, I I would just say that, that that's a thing. So, uh, I've even acted in a, in a cameo appearance in Sita Kari, the Vijay Sethupati movie. Uh, so, if yeah. somebody says tomorrow, if you think acting is so easy, why don't you act? I say, there, I've acted. I memorized three pages of dialogue and I delivered it. Now, come back to me, i say. So, me, so I, I think it's just, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't think, I agree with your Harsha Ogle example. I think he's a brilliant commentator. And I think, you know, it, it doesn't mean, it, it needs, it just, you need to know the game. You need to know, you need to, I think above everything else, uh, I know it's a very often used word, but you have to be passionate because if you're not passionate it will show if you're just coasting through it it will show that's when people get annoyed if you're super passionate about what you're doing people catch on that passion becomes addictive to people they it's like it's almost like a sending out an invisible air from your review or from your writing or whatever it is and people are able to catch on to it because that's infectious and they feel the passion as well i think that's really what's the most important thing more than being able to write or cinematograph or do whatever you know this it's it's about feeling that passion for the medium and being able to convey that passion i think that's what's most important
2: okay Uh, since kadal to kalyanam was mentioned uh i have sort of a sensitive uh, i don't know topic or a question to broach i remember you writing somewhere not exactly where that uh, when you wrote the screenplay for kadal to kalyanam and uh, you had given it to somebody for feedback uh, the feedback that you got was uh, the names are uh, too like very brahmin like and and the setting yeah, i we think I call, the, we'd call the we call the hero
0: rahul yes and somebody yes, said yes. Uh, rahul sounds very upper class and very like tamram like i was like really rahul sounds tamram like i don't know like there are no other rahuls okay so yeah. we so <laughs>
2: Sort of leading on from that, uh, also referring to one of your recent interviews with director Ram. Uh, so uh, what, what do you think is the role of caste in uh, maybe South Indian or Tamil cinema or in Indian cinema? So I think Ram mentioned in that I interview with you that. that uh, okay. So, yeah, please or, or how is caste? Uh, let me just complete that. So Ram mentioned in that interview uh, with you that uh, after Ranjit, Caste had come out in the open in Tamil cinema. So it was like almost a before and after Ranjit phase. And uh, now people are compelled to talk about caste and they couldn't just sort of hide or put it away under some markers. So uh, what is your opinion on how caste is sort of represented in cinema, Indian cinema in general? Uh, also, too, I think you quoted this in another, you wrote this in an article. I think when Sairat went to Hindi uh, as a mainstream Bollywood cinema, caste became class. And uh, you also mentioned that in Bollywood it's more of a class that is spoken about and cast not so much eh, except for certain movies. I just yeah. want to know your views on that in general. See, uh, one thing about things like
0: see, most people go to films for uh, entertainment. okay? Uh, and it's not just in India. It's anywhere in the world. So, when you make a movie like Fandry, which is Nagaraj Manjali's uh, first film, or, 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 you know, it, it, it kind of it doesn't find much of an audience. It finds a cinephilic audience, but not really much of a mass audience. But when you make the same thing a Sairad, then the film begins to work at two levels. The film works at for the person who's looking at it in a one particular way, it's a very strong comment on cast and all that. For the person who's generally relaxing and watching, it's still a very moving story about a boy and a girl. So I think that's the only way you can make mainstream movies about uh, uh any topic. it could be a, a kind of genocide, it could be about uh, a kind of uh, what I mean is that that even if people don't understand that or want to engage with that caste, because caste is a very disturbing thing. They can kind of uh, engage with the story as a as the story moves forward, right. I think that's how most of mainstream uh, cinema works. Now, in Bollywood, what happens is, uh, again, you're talking about uh, how expensive a film is. You, like, you cannot expect uh, 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 like, uh, certain films to take, tackle, on, uh, like, see, first of all, it's a person's prerogative. ...to adhere to my agenda. I have to respect what you want to do with your film. If you don't want to make a cast movie, I can't force you to make a cast movie, right? So if you say based on Saira, that really means it's based on it. It's not necessarily that it's inexact, exact, uh, you know, you're saying that or whatever. If you want to glamorize it, that's your prerogative. If you want to use prettier stars, that's your prerogative. But within that universe that you're building, that new universe, the movie should make sense and should be convincing for me. I, one, that's all that I care about you know, for, so I would say that it's, it's been very, it's, it's a long due thing that, that cast based movies are coming about, but where I would, I would, uh, uh, you know, want to know what I would want to know is, um, uh, the people talking about these movies still only people like us. You know, the people that read English language newspapers and very small, the read their op-ed uh, pieces in, in papers and all that. At the grassroots level, at village levels, where there's really oppression happening, are those guys talking about these films? Are those guys, you know, watching these films? Because it's, to be very fair, I can watch uh, like a Permal in uh, and and rave about it or whatever it is, but... All my friends, I don't have a single friend who will not agree with that movie or say that that movie is saying something wrong. So within this echo chamber, we all know that caste is bad, caste is oppression and all that. The movie is working, but out of that echo chamber, what's happening? What is happening to that movie when it reaches the heartlands of Tamil Nadu, where this movie is set? so that i don't know uh, if it's happening or not which is why i think barrier and permal is a very interesting movie because it explicitly you know brought out the dalitness in the character right uh, whereas some other films were kind of referencing them through uh, siret is also a, a fairly explicitly uh, a dalit kind of movie so i think Madras is, again, a reference kind of a thing. It's, not, it's yeah, like, like you have to kind of know these symbols and kind of a thing, you know, because I've always wondered about this. You know, Tabali is showing uh, uh Rajnikant read a book. Uh, again, you know, in Madras, you're showing Karthi read a book. Now, my a lot of people said, isn't it obvious that Dalit is reading that book? It's like, so if I'm reading Das Capital out of pure interest, does that make me cal- uh, like a communist? If I'm reading the Bible, am I Christian? I mean, I can read any book because I'm interested in a subject. I, it, a book does not necessarily mean I could read Anand I could read uh, you know, India Today, I could read uh, uh, anything. Reading a book is, is basically mean that person is reading a book, that's all. It's like, it doesn't mean that that person is, 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 is belongs to that community about which the book is being written or whatever it is. So again, it depends on how you want to take it. And I love it that, that Ranjit is trying to do these things and he's trying to spread awareness in these ways. And he told me uh, in that interview of his that, that you know there are certain things that he cannot, still cannot do because he wants his movies to have a wide appeal. And uh, because pariyar Parmar, even though it's considered a success, it's a success in relation to its budget. It's not really a blockbuster of that kind, you know. It's a very small budget movie. It's a hit. It's a solid hit, but in relation to its budget. It's not like one of those, uh, like, a like, I wouldn't be surprised if there are many people in Tamil Nadu outside of the educated circles uh, who have not really seen or heard of this movie. You know? So I would say that it's very important to keep the movie, making movies that you want to make. It is very important to, uh, you know, address it. But I think true change through movies, I don't think it's possible. I really don't subscribe to that. Uh, I know I'm saying something that, that could be misinterpreted because we live in a state, at least I live in a state where movies were a prime medium of propaganda for, uh, for the formation of a rationalist party. But I also think that those were very different times. The film medium was still new. People were still blown away by what they were, they were, they were susceptible enough, and they were, there was no other media around as powerful as going to a film, watching the big screen, and watching Shivaji in that cartoon scene and Parasakti saying that and, and kind of you know speaking up for, for society. I think that power film has lost. I don't think cinema has that kind of power anymore because we have been exposed to too many interviews too many making of videos too many into, uh, you know uh uh, uh the, the the process of that that invisibility that 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 cinema that naivety, when you approach something with naivety you think it's really happening once you know that there is a wall between that today people troll stars they make memes out of things so that cinema is no longer it's it's not it's not there you know it's come down to our level that we can stamp on a movie if you want to you know It's become that. So I really think films have lost that luster, the sheen that they had where they could go and change somebody's uh, uh, way of life, uh, you know, perspective of looking. I think what happens is, uh, and I'm only speaking for myself, I'm I'm not generalizing this. I think what happens is people feel something while they're watching the movie. Maybe they think about it a little after because while the thing is it, but then life sweeps you along and you get caught on the next wave of whatever you're doing and that's it you remember like you like this movie and i think that's basically it
2: maybe just a small question before i think palvi is asking but how, what would you comment about a movie like uh, let's say asuran which was uh, which had a bigger star uh, and which sort of approached the issue of caste a uh, little more directly even though the reference was not directly there but it was there using uh, markers like Panchami lands and uh, the British time era, etc., etc. Well,
0: also is uh, that the sign uh, of, the of the a mature is, audience? They were not. They were not uh, wearing a lot to wear chapels and things like that. So you know, yes, I think yeah. the thing was telling you know you could, but I think uh, that really worked because of the powerful storytelling. Because that that that. Uh, the, that Barsha kind of uh, uh, format, Mm -hmm. people love that, you know, that's like when at interval time, Tanush is kind of, uh, you know, doing that, uh, like, you know, and his son is watching like, oh my God, is that my dad? That's the audience because it's like, wow, you know, they were waiting for this moment and they were like, oh God, this guy's such a loser. This guy's such a loser. This guy's such a loser. Bam, interval moment happens. This guy rises. You know then the movie's never going to be seen again so that format is a very powerful format so okay. i think that that vetri modern and dhanush did that format very well even though i'm not like a huge fan of that film but it's a very well-made movie and it's a very uh, a powerful uh, mainstream film uh, i think it's i don't think it's it's any i, I would rather watch a water chene uh, you know over that because i think that's that's a brilliant bit of storytelling uh, it's so, I mean, it, the way it builds to its climax is so brilliant. Uh, but this is, see, at the end of the day, you, you have to understand that the audience likes familiar stuff, but told in a slightly different manner. They are not there for wildly innovative stuff. That will never happen in a mainstream film. Wildly innovative stuff will never work. That will work for a very small kind of audience. like you do super deluxe, it's not going to work for a large audience. It's going to work for a cinephilic kind of audience, but it'll never work for a large audience. Got it.
1: So, B R, what, what have you faced any pressure while reviewing big budget movies or movies with big stars? Has every, somebody told you to review it in a certain way? Have you have you ever experienced that?
0: I mean, has anybody showed up outside my door and said <laughs> a, something like, like that? Good review, or else. You know, like, like, you know, kidnap your the your family and then kind of hold them hostage till the review is published. No, that, that's not happened. Uh, I've gotten trolled a lot. I've gotten phone calls from people. Uh, I have friends. Uh, it's it's inevitable that after, uh, you know, working in this field for as long as I have, which is now 17, 18 years, uh, you, I won't call them friends, but you do develop basic professional relationships with, Different people because you end up, you keep running into them at various events or whatever. So you can't, you know, you know that uh, you know that kind of thing. So suddenly they'll start talking to you or they'll take it personally, you know, but at the end of the day, you just have to go ahead and and do what you have to do. It's a, uh, you know, it's like a like I know that like you have to be very careful about because my philosophy from the beginning has been to give you an experience of my thought process. I should not let anybody else into that thought process. Because if I start, if I let people in and, and uh, you know, if, if, if I start thinking, oh my God, I like this Maniratna movie. But then if I write another positive review for a Maniratna movie, they're really going to say, oh my God, it's, yes, he yeah, has done it again, whatever, whatever, then I will I'll be paralyzed. To you, I can't do it because I owe it to Mandiratnam to give a positive move, review for a movie that I like. Just as I didn't like Chakrachewanavarnam and I didn't, I didn't give it a good review. So that's you owe it to your like that. That is something that you have to hold on to. That that you cannot be bullied into giving a review that uh, that people expect of you. So when I came out of Biggill, I found that, you know, strangely, of all the films that Atlee and Vijay had done together, this is the one that held together the most. I knew that I would get trolled if I if I said nice things about the film. I'm not saying it's a great film or anything like that, but basically I'm saying even if I say it's a, it's an okayish, niceish kind of written film, I'd still get trolled because all people want to say is, Atlee sucks. This movie sucks. That's what, that's, that's what they want to hear, right? So I knew that, 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 but I can't let that thought make me give a different kind of review. So you mentally steal yourself, write the review, then go to hiding. And hopefully, don't open Twitter for two days. Is what is what my uh, uh, thing is. I knew that when I liked Vishwasam. I knew. Oh my God, shit! I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come out. I'm going to like be a troll because people are going to say, what we are liking Ajit movie? What has happened? You know he's gone digital and he's changed He's sold out of some shit but you, know, you just have to do what you have to do man it's
2: like a you know i remember uh, so when you when you wrote about carter Ville day and you know you liked certain aspects i really liked that movie. like that oh, know how yeah so Actually, if like, i wrote it how, today
0: if i wrote the review today i'd write a much more positive review because that film has really grown on me yeah. so yeah so that is the like people hate it's like wow yeah. it's not like a regular kind of hate it's like it's like a like you say ka and that's it the, the blood
2: begins to boil right <laughs> you, you do not even you to say <laughs> true it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there was so much indignation in the comment section Yeah, and there yeah. was like releases yeah and then you like you didn't like it and people were like again upset they were like how could you not like chakravendra yeah, so you know, what that was very, very funny too. so <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so that, it's that, like that is- uh, it, 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 it just happens. It's, it's so funny because now, of late, I've discovered that there's a secret cartoon in a cult. Uh Every time I say something about the movie, somebody will come and say, Yeah, I do like that movie. I don't know why nobody else. I'm like, Yo, you could have seen this before. Nobody is <laughs> like When I was being bashed up for that radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but I think that that pressure to, you know, I, and I don't blame some, some reviewers because. Uh, when you're still me, see, I've come to Cartier after establishing myself as a reviewer for a long time, right? So I have the confidence in myself to kind of say, I know I'm going to go against the grain, but that's me. But let's say I was only two years into this profession or only one year into this profession, right? And let's say uh, what I write is going to make or break because... Cartwright, whether movies are hit or not, it's a big-ass movie. It's like a Manjiratnam movie. For the English review reading public, that's a huge movie. Because if you review an Ajit or Vijay movie in English, it's not really a make-or-break kind of deal. But with Gautam, with Manjiratnam, with with Nishkin, uh, with all these directors, with Betri Maran, all these directors who make, to use a loose word, classy films. The English film reviews are really, really like scrutinized because these are the critics, that's the audience for this movie, these movies. So when you know that, that at that stage of your career, if you know that you're going to, uh, uh you know, uh, you sense, I won't blame it if somebody kind of liked it, but felt that they had to go, uh, with the public opinion because they wanted to make a meme or something like that, because again, See, I really had it easy, man. When I was writing for the first, I think 10 years of my writing, eight, nine years, 10 years, there was no social media. I would write, I would put it up on my blog. There would be blog comments. The blog is again, a kind of an echo chamber in the way that even if people don't like my review, they're they're civilized people. They won't come and say, you MF kind of thing. You know, they're like, basically like we'll say, are, I'm not sure that that you know that this movie has that much to rave about. Something, something. So there'll be a, an actual discussion about it. Social media is a very different beast. It's like you the worst language, the worst kind of trolling. There are people who who can't take that. So you know, so that 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 again could affect uh, how how people form themselves. Which is why I think you find people aligning themselves in certain camps uh, these days. When I mean when I mean camps, I mean there are all these reviewers today that write a certain kind of politically correct uh, uh woke woke kind of review that 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 you know if like a you know like if a if if the heroine is not doing anything they'll point out that oh you know what it's so sad that even today a heroine is there and she's not doesn't have much of a role or whatever it is. you know that that kind of a, because that stance has become important for people to slot you into one kind of viewer, and luckily, my generation of viewers we escaped this uh, because I guess that scrutiny was not that that much on us.
1: You know? yeah. Related note: uh, At least I sense that you have developed a, a bimodal distribution of expectations from Tamil movies, especially in these big-budget commercial uh, hero-driven plots. You seem to have recalibrated your expectation to a lower level. For instance, the Viswasan being a prime example. By the way, I like the movie. I thought it was done, but the way that you expect from a Miskin movie versus what you expect from, say, these Ajits and the Vijay movies, you seem to have toned down your expectations. Is that correct? And uh, the follow-up question is that you know, uh, I thought you know the commercial Tamil cinema had its high when Rajini and Kamal were you know going at it, right? When uh, they were both you know good actors and you know as well as you know good stars. It's kind of illogical to me. It's logical to expect Messi to score more goals, but we can't expect our best-selling heroes to provide the best movies. So, what is your take on that? Uh, see,
0: uh, my basic way of reviewing a movie is is still the same. It hasn't changed. Uh, but I that is when I look at it. Right? Sometimes other people see you better than you see yourself. So I, I'm just trying to explain how I approach these films. When I go to a movie, I give it about 10-15 minutes for me to establish its world. Once that world is established, that's the world which I, that, that's all. So if Biswasam wants to be a, a nice update on a very generic kind of relationship movie, uh, then that's what it is. And for me, for that level, the fact that the heroine is treated well, really well, The fact that she's respected, the fact that hero becomes a kind of almost like a servant to her, even though he's a protector and all that—all these little touches. Because the movie has basically told me that I exist at this level. Within the first ten minutes of Psycho, if Vishwasam is at this level, within the first minute or ten minutes of Psycho, it has already established itself at this level. So then, the movie is like its pressure is to keep at this level. For Vishwasam, the pressure is it should not dip below this level. Because that's all I expect from it. Not simply because that's the movie it is. I can't suddenly expect a movie that has told me that this is going to be the story, Orurlo Raja Arna story, to suddenly become some complicated kafka uh, you know, some something like that. So I'm I really firmly believe that you should give a film the chance to explain its. Its boundaries to you, which usually happens in the first 10, 15 minutes, and then use those boundaries as the parameters for your expectations. That's what happened for me. For me, Mersal didn't work. Bigel did. For a lot of people, Mersal seems to have worked, but they felt a little betrayed with Bigel. For me, Bigel was just, for me, one of the very, very, I mean, you must have, sorry, if you've seen my writing, you must have. I almost always talk a lot about the writing of the movie. This was a very clean bit of writing. You know, a father wants to do something. The son kind of, uh, this has never been it. Because Mersel was basically like, what is Vijay doing in Paris? What is, he's a doctor. He's, what is, I'm like, sorry, I'm so confused. What is happening here? There is no, it was just like one scene after illogical scene, after illogical scene, after illogical scene. That's not working for me. So I'm getting a high out of some scenes, but it's not strung together in a, in a convincing manner. This is strung together in a relatively convincing manner. Now, if in this universe, you come and ask me, she's been scarred all her life, this girl. You think one speech from Vijay can, can transform her. But that's this movie. At nowhere, nowhere is it saying it's a realistic, uh, you know, soulful examination of how a trauma survivor overcomes a thing and all that. It's a hero movie. That's this movie. It's, that's, it's become clear in the first 10, 15 minutes that that is only the movie. That is not suddenly some women emancipation something, something. It's a hero emancipating this women movie. Once that's clear to me, that's how I look at it. So I really think that it's important to look at movies as to what they... Which doesn't mean that I therefore accept everything that the movie gives. I'm just saying that becomes the 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 box within which i view the movie so that's I, I i haven't changed but then but then again art being so subjective sometimes you just you know let's say i i have seen 10 weeks of really bad movies right the 11th week if something comes up and if it's even okay maybe i'll give it a, a much better review than it, it i would have normally given because I have been subjected to ten weeks of non-stop bad moves, so those things you have to consider, uh, and that's that's where the 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 how do I put it? That's when this job description becomes. It's it's not you're not a robot. You're a human being. So you, and you, it's it's impossible to be correct about this job, which is why I always feel, forget my wording. Read my explanations. Whether I like the movie or not is is really the secondary thing. How I'm talking about the movie, about the characters, about the writing—that usually will not change. You know, because that that is the that is the objective part of the review, where I'm saying this character in scene one she says this, in scene sense five she says this. It's really consistent development and all that. But if you see the movie one time or the fifth time or the tenth time, that's not going to change at all. That will always be there. The character will say that's the exact same thing in scene one. He or she will say the exact same thing in scene five. So that analysis won't change. But your inference of the movie based on that analysis might change depending on the kind of day you're having, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, on the
1: commercial cinema subject, right? So uh, there was a nice passing of the baton from the uh, MGR and Sivaji era to the giddy heist of Rajini and Kamal Haasan. And I'm sure, you know, it was similar across, you know, other uh, South Indian movie industries. Uh, Do you think, you know, we have fallen in, you know, some sort of standard that we had and then these heroes were, you know, going at their strongest to the commercial heroes, what they can pull off, you know, at their peak right now?
0: See, I think the people have become victims of uh, their own images and the budgets of films, Because even at their high, uh, at their highest of their high, uh, Film industry had never had this kind of budget. Today we are talking about uh, Vijay taking an 80 or 100 crore salary for a master. I, you know, I forget which one it was. Now 80, I'm not getting 80. it. I'm not saying whether he deserves this money or not. That's a different matter. That's not for me to comment on. But the minute this happens, the bigger the budget gets, the safer the movie has to be. That, that what I mean is, it cannot afford to take any kind of risk. The bigger it gets, the safer it has to go. So. That is really a huge, played a huge part in how uh, the movies have changed because the budgets have made it impossible to experiment with uh, a certain kind of thing. So I'm not saying that you know people cannot do it, but I, I just feel that people, if they want to keep their thing alive, they should do, they should do like this 100 crore movie and then for the heck of it, do a one crore movie. And they do your 100 crore movie again, because your market is still intact. It's just that that 1 crore movie may be seen only in cities or whatever it is. But you're not losing anything. But people don't do that, you know. They they kind of uh, think the other thing is the the formula thing has become much more entrenched today. It's like people, a wider range of people used to go and watch. Uh, uh, this one uh, films before there are, so if you see a movie like NGR's uh, Kuri and the Kuri, even though it's a classic masala movie of good twin bad twin and all that there is a significant mother portion there's a significant you know there are, there are other things happening around uh, the hero here or even if you watch Tunga De, tambi Tunga De, there is like you you have the twins uh, swapping places and the the twin that does not has not seen the mother, suddenly, you know, yearns to be with her and all that. Now, those kind of side things are going away increasingly because those side supporting characters, because the audience has become almost, almost exclusively young male, like fan, like hardcore fans or whatever. So it becomes very difficult to make movies that satisfy them because they expect constant stimulation they're all ADD people. So like, they expect constant stimulation. It's like, five minutes if somebody slows down to give an emotional beat, they'll be like, you know, it's, the film is lagging. So that has become a huge problem uh, kind of a thing because I always believe that the audience has to bear some of the blame because for me, movies are like democracy, you know, you vote with your ticket. If you buy tickets to Parir in they will make more Parir in because they are not, for them, all that matters is I'm putting an X amount of money. If you give me much more than that, I will make more, that, more like this, because I know you like it. But by seeing Pariyar uh, Permal uh, in Amazon, I'm not, I'm not letting the producer know that I'm, I'm endorsing this movie. Only Amazon knows that I like this movie because I've, they know exactly how much time I've given to it or whatever it is, and they're not going to release those figures. So I always tell tell people that, you know, we get the movies we deserve simply because this is like voting, just like we get the governments we deserve. If you go, if you say it's Vijay film, I will go watch it in a theater. It's Karpati or whatever of these other smaller films, I'll wait for it to come to OTT. You're indirectly encouraging another movie like Sildakarpati to not do well in the uh, uh, in the theatrical system, so how do we not? How do we not take the blame? At least some of the blame for that, you know, because theatre going has become a bit of a priority for some people. As in, like, if I go to the theatre, I want to make sure it's worth a theatre experience, which means I like either it should be a spectacle, some three D uh, uh, avatar, something, something. There should be some. James Bond, Fast and Furious, something that makes me, or a horror movie where the sound is important, something that says I should watch this movie in a theater. But supposing we say that all movies are worth watching in a theater, and, you know, then then it won't be a problem. But the point is, even a flop movie of a big star will make 100 times more money than a hit movie of a smaller uh, uh, you know, cast of group. What does that tell you? It just means that the numbers of tickets being bought for that are much more even though they know the film is bad. Right? Another thing is a producer once told me that when you go to the uh, the real hardcore areas uh, that is away from the cities as you go into the real you know, places people don't know Michigan. They don't know Manidattam. They don't know, all they know is the face on the poster. If the hero's there, they'll go. If the hero's not there, they won't go. So, hero, that culture becomes very self propagating one. So, I think that's what it is in a, in a lot of ways. Okay. Uh,
1: so, Biyad, how do you think the South Indian movie industry in general is placed in comparison to each other and also with respect to Hollywood? And do you still see that uh, uh, South Indian cinema as a center of innovation in terms of you know, screenplay
0: and story writing? Uh, I think really that the Malayalam film industry is the best mainstream industry uh, in uh, India today uh, because they have really demarcated the roles of director and uh, story uh, screenwriter. And I think the heroes are also not afraid of experimenting with different kinds of roles. So I think that's really what it is. With regard to Tamil and Telugu, I think we, we get the odd good movie, but Malayalam is really where it's at because there, there really there's almost every, you know, in Tamil Telugu, you're lucky if you get one good movie a month. There, you get like, almost like a good movie a week, which is ridiculously good, you know? It's like, when I say good, I don't mean necessarily great, but something that, that's worth watching, something that's
2: interesting, you know, that kind of stuff. So, so, Following up to Pallavi's question, uh, do you think Tamil cinema specifically has lagged well, where it should have progressed? Because back in the day, you used to have Bollywood looking to Tamil cinema for, especially if you see the amount of remakes that would go there, right? And it's not there now. So, do you think it has lagged?
0: I don't know if it's lagged. I mean, it's, an, it's as an industry, it seems to be doing well. Uh, but I really think… In terms of uh, storytelling… Yeah, I think I think there are years that are good and years that are bad. Like one year we had an exceptional series of newcomer directors coming and doing really great films. Uh, it yeah. just went on and it, and it looked like a new movement. You know, it started with Durungal Padinara then managaram happened and just went on and on. And you just like a whole bunch of new directors came and did lots of fantastic films. I really thought that was like a movement, but then it... it Turned out it was not a movement at all. <laughs> so it was just like some freakish coincidence. So I think I think the system here needs to be changed a bit because I think it's it's too expensive to uh, you know mount a movie and release it. And I think that's what's really choking producers down the line. So I think it's both uh, uh, you know an economic thing and and I think now with the pandemic, I think we also need to figure out how people's attitudes are going to change because see we all might. See, ultimately even though i just said this uh, that we should go and try voting is like you know it's like voting with a ticket we know for a fact that people have gotten used to ott and they're going to very i mean really be careful about the kind of movies they're going to go watch in the theaters and uh, the kind of movies they're going to say you know i'm going to I, oh i really want to watch this movie i, I hope it comes soon on OTT. you know that's what's going to happen so yeah i don't know how how things will happen, but i think uh, you know Thilma has still has about i think any industry that produces a super deluxe uh, you know kind of has a and I'm, I'm, you may like the movie you don't, you may not like the movie that's a different thing but it's very it's a very ballsy film that's what i'm trying to say that quality i think is still there in Thma and a few directors yeah.
2: Okay, okay. So uh, quick, uh, this thing, so Hari has come up with a rapid fire uh, options for you. Uh, I just have quite five quick questions. Uh, first one is uh, Mishkin or Vetri Maran?
0: Wow. Uh, Mishkin. Mishkin is, is such an odd kind of person that you don't know what he's going to do next. With okay. Vetri, I'm always assured of a certain, like a, uh, uh, you know, thing. But with Mishkin, you never know what direction. Like. A blind man driving a car. Where would I get that except in a Michigan movie? You know, just kind of, wow, what just happened there? So,
2: yeah, the next one is Ajit or
0: Vijay. uh, I really, it's very movie dependent because I'm really a fan of neither in that, like, you know, when I was younger, yes, I would have said Kamal versus Rajiv means I would have said Kamal. When I came to the Ajit Vijay face, I was really not a, uh, you know, I'm really not, but I guess maybe Vijay.
2: Okay, okay. Yeah, I like that answer. Uh, <laughs> next one is from Palavi Karan Johar or Sanjay Lila Bansali? I'm sorry. Okay. It. Okay, Hari uh, again asks, uh, R.D. Burman or Ilai Raja. I don't want to answer this
0: question. They're both very close to me, but uh, it's really... Uh, uh, See, you know, it's so difficult, especially in music, uh, uh, you know, to kind of choose. Uh, they're both such a huge part of my childhood uh, and growing up years. I don't want to choose these. Don't make me choose this.
2: <laughs> okay, the last one, uh, Malayalam cinema or uh, Marathi cinema? Uh,
0: Malayalam, simply because I haven't seen too much of uh, Marathi cinema. uh, uh you know, what really is, uh, which I hope the gap that the OTPs will do is basically, you know, earlier when I used to go and watch, uh, you know, for the Goa Film Festival, right, I would watch all these fantastic Kannada films, Marathi films, Gujarati films, uh, Rajasthani something some Assemblies, they would all show at the panorama section and vanish the black people. Like, nobody would know what, like, everybody would write about them from the movies and you'd like make a list of, Oh, I want to look out for this film, but nobody knows where those movies go. I hope at least now OTT uh, picks up some of those movies and makes it available for uh, you know for watching. Because uh, we really need a system that, like earlier when uh, the NFTC was producing films or the Film Federation of India was producing films, used to be a standard place for you see them uh so it's like we need a that kind of a space where we can see the new girish kasaravali movie if i want to right now there is no space for me to see it unless some some kind soul brings uh you know like a copy to you know Chennai and arranges a private screening or something like that you have no no way of watching it so i really think i hope ott is you know, bridge the gap so that the next time you ask me this rapid fire, I'll actually have a tough time choosing because I would have seen as many Marathi films as uh, Malayalam films. So I really hope that's something that the OTTs do. So was I suitably diplomatic in that OTT, or did I kind of <laughs> 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 actually no? In that in that Abhi Boru I'll choose Nilayraja. You know, it's like a, a, it's a it's a thing. It's just that you know, I I don't like choosing between music directors like. If somebody asked me MSV or Ila Raja I would really have a hard time choosing because it's like they're different things you know uh, They represent different things, different styles Things like did Ila Raja do many more movies? Yes But if you ask me who's better, supposing I take a song I'm not a big fan of choosing when it comes to that kind of stuff so, Thanks guys, it was it fun doing this It was uh, awesome, we are very privileged
2: course. to talk to you
0: yeah. uh, No, it was a privilege to be with you guys because you guys seem to have really followed me from for a while now. So you seem to know quite a bit of, you know, it was kind of fun talking about all this stuff. So thank you so much, everyone. Uh, and all the best for your channel, uh, the YouTube channel.
1: Hi, hope you all enjoyed our interaction with Mr. Bharadwaj Rangan. Please do check out the South Talk is podcast link. The link is provided below in this video, where we have a lot more interesting content ranging from interviews and conversations with some of your favorite celebrities including our own Kannada superstar Mr. Rakshit Shetty as well as detailed discussions on a lot of your favorite movies in the four South Indian languages. Until we see you next time, thank you and take care.